Content Podcast, your go-to source for content creation, strategy, and business inspiration. I'm your host, Mel Daniels, content strategist, coach, and speaker, empowering women across the globe to grow their business with powerful content that connects, nurtures, and converts. So if you're ready to create standout content that gets you noticed and remembered, or build an aligned audience who love you and are ready to buy from you, you're in the right place. I believe that content has the power to connect us all. It's up to you how you use it. Listen in for genuine and insightful chats with guests, as well as practical tools and strategies from me. It's so lovely to have you here. Let's dive into the show. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode 72 of the Powerful Content Podcast. I hope you're well today. Today, I thought that I'd go back to basics. I was speaking to a client yesterday about content ideas for her core content, and some of the ideas that we were talking about actually triggered in my brain that I need to be talking about similar things for you. It's funny how we really assume that our beautiful ideal client already knows certain things. I'm sure you're the same with your audience as well. If you're a graphic designer, you might assume people know about transparency of their brand colors. If you're a business coach, you might assume that everyone knows that you need to create a funnel for your business. And if you're a singing teacher, you might assume that people know how to warm up their voice first. So after a year of the podcast today, I'm going to be covering something that I think is an absolute must for any business owner looking to turn their content into something that's more purposeful, more meaningful, and really helps you achieve your goals as well. And that topic, my friends, is content strategy. So let's start with what is content strategy. So it's basically a framework that gives you a really strong focus to enable you to connect, to nurture and convert your ideal client. It really has that direct link to your client journey that takes your ideal client from not knowing anything about you all the way through to becoming that raving, paying fan. So strategy is different to tactics. And this is something that frustrates me no end, that there are service providers out there that claim to help you with your content strategy or talk about content strategy. But what they're really selling is social media posts or creating pins and scheduling them to Pinterest or showing you how to use Instagram. That's not strategy. That's tactics. That's the how you achieve your strategy. So strategy really relates to that overall plan for achieving a goal. It's that high level overview of how you will reach your desired outcome. Tactics, on the other hand, are those specific actions that you will take to implement your strategy. They are the how of strategy. So strategy provides the overall direction for all your efforts with your content creation, while tactics help you execute that strategy effectively. Can you see the difference? So this episode isn't about how to execute your content. It's more about that higher level overall direction that you're creating that enables you to create powerful content. 
So there's a quite a few reasons why we need a strategy in our business. And you know, when I talk about strategy, I'm not really just talking about content strategy. There's so many different strategies that you can implement into your business. So there's an overall business strategy. There is a marketing strategy. There can be an operational strategy. So all of these strategies work together in order to achieve your desired outcome, which is making sales at the end of the day. So some of the reasons why you might need a content strategy specifically in your business is for clarity. So if you're feeling like you're all over the shop at the moment, you're trying new things, you're throwing content spaghetti at the wall, you're not being consistent, you're being distracted by all those shiny things, then a strategy is the perfect way to recenter and reground yourself and bring you back to the reason why you are creating content in the first place. Because when we have this really clear focus and this clarity, we have purpose and you create for a purpose and your content becomes more aligned to your message as well as your overall strategy. And the beauty of this is that when we have a purpose, We have less chaos and more ease in our life. And I know that you need that with your content right now. So a strategy can also help us really achieve our goals because we have that focus. So if you feel like you're floundering and not making any progress in your business, it's really time to tap into that strategy and create purposeful content that helps you get there. And a content strategy is really going to guide you in your 90 day content planning cycles. So understanding all of the elements, which we're going to go through in a minute, all the elements of a content strategy is going to help you plan and execute. Now, something that I want to mention here is that a strategy like any plan is not a set and forget, and it's definitely not a set in stone kind of thing. It's kind of like, I I kind of liken it to a recipe. I love to bake and I love to cook. So one day you might be missing I don't know, an essential ingredient like red wine vinegar and have to replace it with apple cider vinegar, which actually happened to me last night. We need to make sure that we're flexible and not just throw our hands up in the air and give up when things aren't exactly as per our recipe or our strategy. So instead of ditching dinner altogether last night because I didn't have an ingredient, I adapted and I found something that was similar And I put less of it in. So it really allows you to be flexible and pivot when you need to. Something else that I really want to mention here, and it's probably something I mention in most episodes, is that your time, energy and resources should always underpin what you do and should always underpin your strategy. This is where most people fall down as they think that they need to do everything and be everything. So life and business and your content will flow so much easier when you have those boundaries around your time, energy, and resources. And this is something that I am so particularly careful of when I work one-on-one with my clients to create content strategies for them. Your content strategy is going to be so different to the next person's, and it's even going to be so different to your competitor's content strategy as well. So just know that you are a beautiful, unique individual and your content strategy should reflect that. Okay, so let's just talk about what goes into a content strategy. What are the things that we need to be aware of and make sure that we include 
in our content strategy? Well, I have seven key areas that I like to cover, and this is around the objectives, around an audit, your ideal client, the possibilities you create in their life, mapping the client journey, identifying opportunities, and the most important of all, tracking. So let's just go through each of these very quickly so you can get an idea of what is included in each of these. So with your objectives, this includes that high level vision for your business as well as a content strategy statement. So what is it that you actually want to achieve at a high level and how do you want people to feel when they see and consume your content? When you're thinking about your objectives, I just want you to choose one or two for a six month period. This allows you to really focus on it and do everything you can to achieve it. So some of the different objectives that you might think of include a sales objective. So you might think about using email marketing and social media posts that convert. You may have an objective of brand awareness. So this could include guest podcasting or blogging, social media posts, core content that really drives an increase in followers, which is very, very different to content that drives an increase in sales. So lead generation might also be another objective that you choose. So we could use email marketing to really nurture your audience and turn them into warm leads. Another objective is list building. So this really focuses on creating that lead magnet, making sure that you promote that on social media, using email marketing and using your other pieces of your content ecosystem, like your blogs, your podcasts and videos to tie into it and really lead your audience down a path to conversion. And another objective might be website traffic. So how do you get more eyeballs on your website? And so that's just about driving people to your website with your content. So it might be social media. You might be promoting your blogs. You might be promoting your service pages. You might be promoting your lead magnet. All the ways that we can get more people to go to your website. And once we have these objectives, then we can make sure that we're carrying them over to our 90 day content planning cycle as well. So we're really focusing on creating core content that helps us achieve these objectives. Okay, so the second part of a good content strategy for me is an audit. Now, this may seem a little bit boring, but an audit is really going to help you understand where you are right now where you could be and what you could improve or do differently. It's really going to highlight those aspects for you. An audit is about looking at things like what platforms you're currently on, what works well, what doesn't work well, what you enjoy doing, what are your strengths and how can you use your time, energy and resources? So questions you might end up asking yourself here are things like, are there any platforms or parts of your content ecosystem that you need to learn more about to master? Do you need to perhaps ditch one of the platforms or pieces of your content ecosystem that you're on or spend less time on it or create less of it? It's not always about more. It's also often about less. So you can really master and lean into a particular platform before adding something else to your plate. You might want to ask yourself, where else could you show up? If you had the time, energy and resources available to you, is there something else that you would love to be doing? And this is really going to help highlight 
any of those opportunities or places for you to work on with your content strategy. Okay, then we move into a really big piece of content strategy, and that's your ideal client. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because I know that you know how important it is to understand who you are speaking to with your content. Having this spelt out in your content strategy really helps you to go back and really tap into it every time you're feeling lost, or perhaps you're thinking of outsourcing parts of your content creation as well. And this part will really, really cement exactly who you're speaking to for anyone else that you work with. So when you're thinking about your ideal client, I want you to think about how well do you really know them? And you know that it's so much more than the demographics. It's how you feel about them, how you can connect with them. If you feel like you're struggling with really connecting with your ideal client, that you've done all of the ideal client avatars in the world and you've answered all the questions, but you still don't really know who they are, then go and grab my unboring ideal client avatar that is really going to help you look at your ideal client from a very, very different perspective and help you understand how you can connect deeper with them. And the moment that you connect deeper with your ideal client, the more your content is going to resonate with them and take them from not knowing anything about you all the way through to becoming that raving paying fan more quickly than ever. Other things that you might want to think about when you are becoming more clear on your ideal client is really know their challenges and the possibilities that you create in their life. And I'm going to talk about possibilities in a moment because I think that that is another huge part of content strategy that a lot of people forget about. But if you can personify them and really think about them when you create Sometimes I think that we just dive into creating content because we feel like we have to. We feel like we have to do these social media posts. We feel like we have to create this blog. We feel like we have to turn up in the Facebook group. But when you take that moment, when you stop and you take a breath and you really think about that person who needs this piece of content right now, then what you create is going to be on a whole different level. (laughs) You're really going to resonate with them and they are really going to want to come on that client journey with you. So when you're thinking about their challenges, make sure you think about their internal challenges or their internal problems. And I liken this to their inner mean girl thoughts. So what is their brain or their mind telling them that they are no good at? And then there's the external problems. So what are they actually Googling? What are they typing into Google to help them with right now? Okay, let's move on to what I think is one of the biggest missing pieces in a content strategy. Because when you're trying to create content, you are always going to miss the mark if you cannot communicate to your beautiful ideal client exactly what they're going to get when they work with you. And so many people struggle with this. I struggled with this for so many years. But you really need to understand what your ideal client can be, what can they do that they couldn't before, and what can they have now that they've worked with you. I've worked with some super smart, beautiful, deep thinking women recently, and they have such an amazing way with words, which is just absolutely fantastic. But someone scanning a sales page 
deciding whether or not to buy from you does not need jargon or big concepts that they need to stop and decipher and uncode. If we can make it so super simple, then that is going to be the best outcome for everyone. (laughs) So I'm going to give you an example here for my membership, the content effect. It's not about learning how to articulate who your ideal client is. It's not about learning how to plan your content. Yes, you do do those things inside the content effect, but that's not the outcome that you really want. So what can you be after joining the content effect? You can be the unique voice in a crowded market that becomes known for your expertise and makes more sales. So you can be that unique voice. You can be noticed and remembered with content that's worthy of your ideal client's time. Can you see how that's already different? What can you do if you join the membership? You can know exactly what your ideal client needs to hear from you that draws them in and keeps them wanting more. You can also have the freedom to create content that gets you noticed when you're feeling in the flow. Once again, a really huge difference. And what can you have as a result of being inside the content effect? You can have an aligned audience who love you and are ready to buy you. And you can have a framework around you to help you show up consistently for your ideal client that's in line with your superpowers. So when you're crafting your content strategy, knowing the possibilities that you create in your ideal client's life, is going to be super helpful when you come to executing your content strategy. Okay, the next thing that your content strategy needs to have is a client journey. And I don't think that this is something that a lot of people think about either. But when we think of that client journey, taking them through those five phases of connect, subscribe, nurture, convert, and onboard, We need to really be able to articulate what she's thinking, feeling, and doing at each of these stages. And can you see now why it is so important to understand who your ideal client is and to also understand the possibilities that you create in their life? Because when you can articulate what she's thinking, feeling, and doing at each stage and then create content that speaks to exactly those things, what do you think is going to be the result? They're going to be sitting there reading your beautiful content or consuming your content thinking, wow, this person not only gets me, I love them and I want the possibilities that they can create in my life. And then we move on to the opportunities. And this is a really exciting part of your content strategy. So from doing your ideal client work, your audit work, your client journey, your research, where are the opportunities? Where do they lie? What are your knowledge gaps and what are your action gaps? So I want you to think about, do you need to start thinking about playing on new platforms? Do you need more resources in your life? Do you need new team members? Do you need to work more to your strengths? Do you need to let go of all the shoulds and the things that people are telling you that you need to do? Do you need to learn about Pinterest or learn about email marketing? 
Do you need to do more work on your ideal client avatar? There's so many different questions that you can ask yourself here. And often it might take an outsider to actually help you with this because sometimes we are so deeply entrenched in what we're doing that we can't see the opportunities clearly. So maybe in this particular section, you might like to pair up with one of your biz buddies and really speak to each other and talk to each other about where they see gaps or where they see opportunities for you. And the last thing that I would thoroughly recommend that you include in your content strategy is a way to track and measure what you're doing. (laughs) It's really important to know and understand what's working well and what isn't working well and whether we need to change something up to meet our objectives in the moment. Okay, so I'm not talking about tracking once every six months or at the end of every year, it needs to be consistent tracking so you can see those trends so that you can make those tweaks that you need to make in the moment. So ask yourself, are you on track with your objectives? What specifically will you track? And this will relate back to the objectives that you choose for yourself in the content strategy. And it really shows us those trends that we may otherwise not be aware of if we simply just keep creating content after content after content. Okay, so I hope that's given you some ideas about what you can include in your content strategy. I'm just gonna quickly go through those seven key things again. It is around your objectives, which includes your vision and your content strategy statement as well. It's creating an audit, understanding your ideal client and the possibilities that you create in their life mapping the client journey, identifying those opportunities, and then making sure that you track and measure as well. So just spending a few hours of your time creating a content strategy is going to absolutely do wonders for you and your business and anyone else that you work with as well. You can expect increased consistency because you are focused and you are super clear and you understand what you're creating and why you're creating it. And obviously with consistency comes increased visibility as well. So this will really help you become that go-to expert in your industry to be noticed and remembered for what you do. You will also see more sales. 100% you'll see more sales because you're taking your ideal client on that client journey and it's going to be so much quicker than if you didn't have a strategy because you're going to be so much more purposeful and more powerful with your content as well. And lastly, you're going to create more ease in your life. And oh my goodness, I really want that for you. I know how many people out there really feel like content is such a burden that it's so hard and heavy to create and put out into the world, but I want to make it easier for you. So when you create for a purpose, you'll be creating in line with your time, energy and resources, as well as what your beautiful ideal client needs to hear right now. Now, if you feel like you're throwing that spaghetti content at the wall, that everything feels very overwhelming and difficult to put all the pieces together, then besides the content effect where we talk about content strategy at a very high level, I also have a beautiful one-on-one service. So together we can create a content strategy 
that not only speaks to the heart of your ideal client, but really takes into consideration your time, energy, and resources. It's going to make content creation so much easier. You will feel like you are back in control and have a purpose with your content as well. It'll really give you that clarity you need to become more efficient when it comes to content creation and really help you create that beautiful content that gets noticed and serves your beautiful ideal client as well. If you're looking for help to make it easier and have more purpose with your content creation, I would love, 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 love to work with you one-on-one to create a beautiful content strategy that is unique for you and your beautiful ideal client. If you're interested, pop on down to the show notes. The link to find out more will be waiting for you there. I know that that was a lot of theory for today, But hopefully now you can see that by having a strategy in place, it will really help you create content that speaks to the heart of your ideal client and feels easy for you to create as well. Talk soon. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for another week. To get more powerful content in your life, make sure you're following along on socials. My handle is at meldbusiness. And just in case you're wondering, the groovy music for this podcast was created by Just Here on SoundCloud. I'd also be super grateful if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast so more amazing women like you can experience the power of content. And if you're like, hell Mel, stop talking. I'm ready to work with you now. Here's how we can work some powerful content magic together. Firstly, come and join the content effect. My membership, Inspiring Women with Service-Based Businesses to ditch the content chaos and start creating standout content that gets you noticed and makes sales. You can join us by using the link in the show notes or just Google the content effect. The second way we can work together is via my one-on-one packages. We can create a sustainable content strategy or start to build out your client journey. It's up to you. Pop on over to meldbusinessservices.com.au forward slash services to find out more. Until next time, have a beautiful week and embrace the power of your content.